Hello. Hello, how are you? I'm doing well. How are you? I'm a little bit anxious tonight over something. I hate having an anxiety brain. Dude. But we shall press on because life goes on even when you're having anxiety. What a sad but true statement that is. Yeah, the life goes on. Yeah. I learned that pretty pretty strongly this year, man. I know we said that we were going to do, we had talked mildly about maybe doing Christmas, but maybe we could discuss 2020 mess. Oh my God, 2020 mess would be so much, so much more fitting. (laughs) We could talk about some of this, like just, let's just do it all, man. The holidays, the new and exciting developments, the absolute fuckery that is COVID. Let's talk about it all. There's been lots of ups and downs this year. I'm definitely much more inclined to speak about because this is something I've wanted to talk to you about anyway and we haven't talked about um, I haven't talked about this to anybody so I guess we're going to talk about it publicly why not (laughs) Um, I was I'm I'm a TikToker now I'm obsessed with TikTok I like to watch them and this should probably only last another week or two because that's how I am I get obsessed with things for like three weeks and then I get rid of them um (laughs) But I'm a TikToker now and I was watching TikTok and I watched this video of this guy whose son, he had died in a car accident when he was 16 and they yeah. donated his, his organs and he received a Christmas gift from the person that received his son's heart. And it just made me think about Kylie's accident. So for those of you who don't know that are listening, my five-year-old daughter was hit by a car back in September and uh, she's still doing some physical therapy. We just found out last week she has to do more, um, what's it called? Like the, what are they called? Oh my God, the fucking names are on the tip of my tongue. Basically, OT, like, well, uh, well, she has to see a psychologist, but it's a specific type and I can't think of the name of it. It'll come to me eventually. But she's going to be seeing this um, psychologist now because of her, like just to test her memory and her cognitive thinking because we're trying to find out what is a five-year-old brain and what is part of the accident. And if we, we, not that we can really pinpoint, but they said it will help with like giving her the tools that she needs to be successful in the future. And I was just thinking about, you know, how there's always like support groups and grief groups for people who have lost a loved one and how I can never go to a group like that because I didn't lose Kylie in the accident. But right. I think about it, I do feel like I lost a part of me that day or like a part of me died, not to be dramatic. And the reason why I feel that way is because the part of me, the protector part of me that always felt like no matter what, nothing bad can ever happen to my kid. Like that person is gone. Like that, that person now understands that bad things do happen no matter how safe you are, no matter what you teach your kids. No matter what you do, there are just things in this world that are out of your control that can happen. And I really feel like a part of me died when Kylie had her accident. And I don't, I don't know if this is something, I mean, I guess because of trauma, I don't know if this is a good thing or a bad thing. That is just something that I now have to learn how to live with. And uh, I was thinking about like, we don't have support groups for stuff like that. We have therapists, we have medication, but there aren't really support groups for people who go through near-death experiences or things like that it's always like grief for a lost a a lost um a loved one uh, there's ptsd which i can't really say i have ptsd and it's just like i don't know where i fit now but i feel like this is something that i'm starting to now come to terms with and think about more and more that i should probably get help with probably yeah that's safe to say i should probably get help with it yeah. Yeah. Can confirm. Um, you know, as someone who has been, obviously I've never been in your position, but as someone who has gone through, you know, hearing something tough about their child, obviously Kylie's was way more traumatic. Um, and then, you know, just kind of looking for support and for answers and having this burden of, 
you know, trying to figure everything out in a day and realizing very quickly you cannot because like as much as we're grateful and thankful and appreciative that Kylie is alive and well, this is still a lifelong process for y'all. And that's a hard pill to swallow. I, I, I can attest to swallowing that pill that this isn't over, you know? Right. And, and you're doing really well. Like the doctors that we saw last week from the brain injury team at Children's here in Pittsburgh, they said that she's doing fantastic. Um, they don't see that they're going to have to do a new prescription for occupational therapy because she got signed off for that. We're still finishing the speech therapy. We might we might not need any more speech therapy. Um, physical therapy, they might they, they're thinking about doing a different like, um, oh, I was supposed to ask the gastro doctor about this today. I fucking forgot because I'm trash. Mom brain. But um, thinking about getting physical therapy to help build her pelvic floor because of, like, her constipation. And that's a whole other story. We had the follow-up with the gastro <laughs> today. We can talk about that. We can talk about the gastro appointment after this uh, podcast. Um, but this poor girl went through so much this year. You know, her mom and dad broke up last year. But... And she understood that we broke up um, in 2019. Me and Brandon split up in June, like right after her birthday. But her dad moved out this year. He moved out into um, his own place back in August. And at first it was hard for her. Now I feel like she prefers it. And she likes that she has two places to go, especially because his roommate has a daughter her age and she gets to see her when she's there most of the time. But um, going from having something new, like splitting time with, parents starting virtual learning at the age of five the car accident. yeah like then the car accident now this stuff with her stomach like she's just had a really fucking rough six months this po- poor fucking kid oh, and she's just one of the still one of the happiest most easygoing and coolest kids kids are fucking amazing man like they're resilient as fuck they most certainly are so are parents though so are you um what I was gonna say before is that you know maybe like if you can't find a support group that you like start one of your own man that's a good idea yeah fucking do it like there's other people out there who have sadly been in your shoes right you know this isn't hate I would love it if it was a freak accident, but sadly statistics say it is not right. Um, you know, I was, I was dissatisfied with the autism support groups. Um, for those of you, for some listeners, my son, uh, is autistic, um, high functioning, love the kid to death, but he is profoundly autistic. And, um, my issues with support groups, with that kind of nature stem from if your kid's high functioning, you don't have it in your, it's, it's the suffer games. If my, my, my kid isn't as high functioning as your kids, obviously I have it so much worse. And that's not, that's, that's not how life works people. Right. So I, I have no inclination to start my own support group. Um, but I do have a little miniature support group, you know, you, Nick, my parents, um, some friends and family that I talk to about it, but like, I feel like I have my support group, but if you feel like you do not, and you want to, if you're dissatisfied with the options available to you, go there and fucking make your own dude. I think it's one of those things where like, we always compare our grief and our trauma to other people. Right. And we always get caught up in this, like you said, um, where people compare their struggles and someone having a high functioning autistic child, doesn't mean that they don't need just as much support as you know and 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 it doesn't mean it's not as difficult you know I mean because we don't know what they have to go through and I get stuck in this vicious cycle where I'm like okay well Kylie's doing really well like there's probably kids out there that have been hit by a car that are way worse off than she was but it doesn't change the fact that she was hit by a car and that she we all have gone through a trauma so it's like we can't compare this moral of the story when I'm trying to get at, and I believe what Alicia is trying to get at as well, is that you cannot compare your trauma and your battles to other people and something that means something to you. You can't ignore it or push it to the side just because somebody else has it worse than you do. And it's unfortunate and it sucks other people have things worse than you do, but we can't fix the world. We can't fix everyone's problems. All we can do is try to make our own lives better and the lives of the people that are affected by us you know so 
don't be afraid like she said to like speak up start your own support group like she said that's actually not a bad idea so i'm sure there's people out there that have had this experience like i had and have been forever changed by something like this happening to their children or even to themselves or someone that they care about or their animals their pets you know like i mean everyone's experience not everyone but people lots of people have experienced something like this but don't get caught up like i do and like leisha says that she does um seems like leisha does too where you're just like okay well i don't have it that bad i'm just going to keep my mouth shut because oh no i've moved past that (laughs) yeah (laughs) but and then i compare like the things that i've went through whenever i was a kid to like the struggles i have now and like besides kylie's accident like my struggles now are nothing compared to the shit i had to endure when i was younger but Uh, that doesn't necessarily uh, mean that i shouldn't give them just as much attention you know what i mean uh, see, I mean, I think it's good to reflect on stuff like that. You know, I, I am of the metal- mentality, you know, pull yourself up by the bootstraps. And you're the, you're a lot the same as I am, cut from that similar cloth. But at the same time, you have to recognize those struggles. And you have to recognize whatever trauma they, may, they might have brought into your life. Yeah. And understand that they are there and that they play a part in who you are today and who you will be tomorrow. And you can't do anything about it except for what you could, well, you can only do what you can do today. And there's, there's even stuff that's out of our fucking control. And if that's bothering you, that's fine. It needs to be acknowledged. But if you can't do anything about it in a reasonable amount of time, you need to fucking put a pin in it. Yeah. Or you need to have yourself a fucking pity party because I'm all for that too. <laughs> Just don't stay I there. Have, I, I'm, I'm a person that tries not to have pity parties. That's for sure. But I'm lucky that I have such a supportive, like, I have such good friends. I'm an amazing boyfriend. Even, like, my relationship with Kylie's father, like, our co-parenting and friendship that I have, I can still Uh tell him anything. So I'm very lucky that my small support system that I have is such a strong support system. Because there's people out there, like, here I go. (laughs) There's people out there that don't have anybody to turn to. And it sucks because I know what that's like. Um, Mm -hmm. But yeah loneliness is a bitch that's that's how if i can talk about christmas oh we're not even gonna get into my christmas i was just miserable but um anyway i'm i'm digressing yeah (laughs) i'm very lucky that i have such a strong support system because i can never i'm feeling in the dumps or like feeling sad or feeling defeated i have people that i can go to that don't just like enter like just don't just amuse me don't just be like okay yeah tell me and then let me dump all my feelings on them and then just move on they actually try to help me work through it um another thing worth mentioning you might have like you might have a supportive ally that you're unaware of like sherry and i did not become we basically became besties overnight but before then like we didn't know like how important we were going to be to each other right and we were just running in similar circles like we had maybe spoken i don't know a few words to each other what's your real name not your stripper name (laughs) um so you know there's there's allies in unlikely places and um i'm just here to say it my inbox is open i might not respond to you promptly because uh children and real life but, you know, if, if you need someone to talk to, I'm here. Yeah, I'm trying to think of when, think about our friendship blossoming. When did it really start to take off? I'm trying to think. Because we've been best uh, friends for so long now. I was talking about, somehow we got on the subject of uh, developmentally disabled children and adults. And because I think I was wrestling with something to do with Matthew and um you're like yeah no i've worked with developmentally disabled adults i worked in a i've worked in the care center and then then it turned into our own struggles about like um our anxieties and our depressions and we bonded over that because we're two really anxious sappy bitches <laughs> it's crazy and how you can bond with someone over your trauma like like her yeah. or over like depression and like things that most people, I don't want to say most people, but like it's common that people are like, oh my God, you like sports? I like sports too. Let's be friends. But we're like, oh my God, like you're depressed, anxiety, and like a hot mess mom? Me too. Let's be friends. <laughs> ah. 
And here we are, two plus years later. I fucking know, right? Fucking ridiculous. Crazy. But yeah, so like if you're feeling down or you're feeling sad, reach out to a friend, reach out, maybe reach out to someone you never would have thought to reach out to. And if that fucking flops, then it flops. Don't, don't, do not let your anxiety tell you that no one wants to talk to you because like sometimes we strike out, but that doesn't mean we stop. Right. Like I have had many a friend who I thought that I could trust and love and would always be there for me. And it just struck out. Um, I've had people that I've tried to make friendships with. Being in a fuck, being a fucking adult woman is hard. It is very. <sighs> um, Especially when you're like me and like you, from what I can tell, when you're not particularly fond of women, other women. So it's mm-hmm. hard to make friends with other women because like the first shady stuff that they do or the first thing that they do that you just don't like, you just cut them off. That's how I am. I'm a big fan of that approach. Like, I guys fucking work so th- much easier to get along with most of the time. Ah, sometimes I don't know. Like, ninety nine percent of the time, and even I can attest to this. Like, I'm still willing to work through conflict. I am yeah. all about the open communication lines, but it's like you're sitting here being shady. Mm. I don't know about it. Yeah, I feel you. So let's talk about Christmas. How was your holiday? It was really good. Um, so it's still continuing, actually. Fun fact. Um, so Christmas Eve, um, me and my children did not get along all damn day, which seems about par for the course, because anytime children suspect something, you're trying to bring some sort of fun into their life, they immediately turn into little monsters. <laughs> like it makes me think of the Michael Scott quote and you'll know it better than I do um, what is it he's talking to Toby not that that narrow- narrows it down um, I was going to say yeah that does not narrow it I might not know it like I love The Office but I can't quote it um, like a pro like, he's like why are you the way that you are yeah that's what he says yep that's it that's it's exactly like anytime it. I try to do something fun you do something not fun. You can roast me in the comments of this. Please, please fucking roast me. Come after me. I am seeing little to no fucking engagement with you motherfuckers, whoever's out there listening. So just come fucking roast me. Have at. Um, <laughs> get some fucking engagement. Get some fucking views on the page. Like, everyone come watch. Share it with your friends. Share it. Like, hey, I roasted this bitch. Share it with your fucking friends. Oh, yeah, exactly. So, um... <laughs> <laughs> so my children turned into little Tobies and they were absolutely awful if I might say I did man they were just <sighs> or maybe like I would call them little Dwight like they were causing mischief they were starting in office fights like they were starting in home fights they were fighting with me, wrong. fighting with each other. It was it was a mess. It was a mess. So I finally look at him and I'm like, no more Christmas. We're not going to Nana Paws. Santa Claus is bringing you coal. I was done. Done. And then they cried and I felt guilty. I'm like, no, we're still going, but let's let's clean it up, people. Let's clean it up. And Finally, in the middle of the afternoon, everyone just decided that we were done fighting. And I was like, yes. <laughs> Excuse me. Um, so we go down. Nick gets off work. He comes and picks us all up. We go down to my parents' house. And, um, you know, we, we enjoy visiting and everything. Mom and the kids go to bed. So it's me, Nick, and my dad. And me and my dad end up getting absolutely fucking drunk on christmas eve stayed up until 3 30 in the morning and we were hammered That's so we set ourselves up for failure i woke up about 7 30 i hear everyone in there stirring and i'm like i'm never going back to sleep like it's way too- my parents are early birds i'm like i'm blessed that they have let me sleep this long That's so, yeah. 
So we get up and we have we have Christmas and then like my parents cook an awesome breakfast, which I will forever remember because it was so yummy. Um, and I realized during Christmas, like after Christmas, that I have I had been put on toy disassembly duty and had taken oh. zero pictures. Zero. Zero pictures were taken. I mean, it's it's one of those things where... So, like, my Christmas was uh, uneventful, but I was also miserable. So, this year, Kylie stayed the night at her dad's house Christmas Eve. Santa came to her dad's house this year. So, she left around 4 p.m. Christmas Eve and came home around, like, 8, 8.30 Christmas night. So, she was gone all day. But... Holidays are a tough time for me just because I don't really, I'm like not really close with my family. And I don't have like a lot of people close to me. Like for those who don't know, my boyfriend lives in Australia <laughs> and with COVID, he hasn't been allowed to travel here. So it's been really rough, especially with the holidays. Um, and uh, I live in Pittsburgh. My best friend lives in Tennessee. So, <laughs> you know, just big fucking miles and distance, just keeping me from my loved ones. No big deal. Well, Kylie uh, called me on Christmas morning so I could watch her and her uh, friend Lily, um, her dad's best friend's daughter, open their gifts. Which this is her first year ever opening gifts with another kid, so I thought she would just enjoy it more. But she was just, my daughter does not fake shit, okay? She doesn't fake emotion. (laughs) She she fakes headaches when she doesn't want to do school. So I don't want to say she doesn't ever fake, but... She she's not one to fake her emotions for nothing. And I'm glad that mm-hmm. she's like that. And I'm glad she's so in tune with her emotions. But when she opened her gifts and she got excited over like three things. Most of it was just like, oh yeah, I got this. Oh yeah, I got this. And there were a couple, oh my God, look at this. But like, yeah, <laughs> it just was not, it was underwhelming her reactions to things. And then <laughs> her friend Lily was like, over, I don't want to say overreacting, but she was having like those, oh, look at, like she got a, a unicorn shirt and she's like, it's a unicorn shirt. That's I, was like, I was like, that's fucking awesome. She's so cute. And like, Kylie's just like, I got socks. I got a Barbie. Well, no, she likes the Barbies. Oh, I got a fingerling. Oh, I got another fingerling. Oh, I got another fingerling. <laughs> like, like, you know, just like that. But that's my daughter though. My daughter is who she is unapologetically, and I love it. But, um, see, you guys, what was that? Oh, I was about to see Abby is Lily here. She's, oh, I got a JoJo Siwa shirt. I will not imitate her pitch. It is so much higher. I do not want to bust your drums today. And <laughs> appreciate it. I got a tree and Bartleby doll. I got this. I got that. Yay. And then, like, after it's all said and done, or I got three baby dolls. After it's all said and done, like there's this quiet observation amongst the adults to see which toy they're playing with. Like who actually won Christmas? And of course they're playing with all of them, so everyone wins. So but we're all like, to, yeah, which is good when everyone wins. But we're all watching to see which one the kids favor the most, and we're like, hmm, hmm. Yeah, I know, like, most, like, co-parenting and, like, most, like, two family households or um, you have Christmas at mom's and dad's, but we didn't really do that because we split, like I said last time um, in the last episode, we split the cost of all the toys, and she doesn't really have as much of her dad's as she does here. So all the toys she got this year, she actually brought one home today. Um, of course, it was Barbies that had, like, a bunch of fucking accessories that had to be taking all of the fucking packaging so that was another case that was a fucking annoying but i got through it but um all the toys are staying at her dad's house which i'm good with because she like she's there a lot she's there every day and she stays the night twice a week so she needs to have entertainment there like she does here but um yeah i spent my christmas watching harry potter and i had a headache and i was miserable and i was just lonely and i get in a really bad place during the holidays and I, I know, like, not having Kylie, I don't think, like, it didn't affect me in a negative way. Because if she would have been there, like, no offense to her, I love her. And I love that she loves the holiday. 
And the best enjoyment I get out of the hallway holiday is knowing that she likes it, but it's not enough to change how I feel about the holiday, unfortunately. So I feel like if she would have been at home, she likely would have just been miserable because I was miserable. And I didn't want to, I don't want to ruin the holidays for her because I don't like the holidays. So she had a great holiday. She got to play with all her toys. She got to play with Lily. She got to spend time with her dad. And uh, then she went to her grandma's house for dinner. She got some toys there. This kid made out like a bandit this year. We don't usually go overboard with like the amount of toys she gets because we just want to get her stuff she's actually going to play with. But she did get more, the most toys she's ever gotten this year. She absolutely deserved it for sure. But um, she had a great fucking Christmas and that's all that matters to me. Even if like I wasn't there with her I was there with her in spirit and knowing that she's in good hands. Like, it's just so nice that she can be with her dad and I don't have to, I don't have to worry about it. Like, I know she's going to have a good time. She's going to be well taken care of. I don't have to like text and call and wonder what the hell she's doing or what the hell they're doing. So it's, it was nice. I got a break. She got a break from me. She got to enjoy herself. Dude. Can we take just a very quick second to mention how fucking expensive toys are? Yes. Uh, like fuck's sake. Like uh, what? It's plastic. How much how much could this have possibly cost you to make? Dude, you know there are some tiny little Chinese children out there in the fucking sweatshop making this shit for our spoiled ass kids who are only gonna play with it for three months. And it costs thirty dollars. And it's like how? You pay for the name. Even even like the generic stuff is still getting pricey. Yes. See, because that's what my dad said. He's like, oh, you're paying for the name. Which, I mean, yeah, on some level, yes. But like on another level. So we do a thing like where, you know, we try to buy each kid the same amount um, and spend a roughly the same amount. And just for example, the True and Bartley doll that, I got, that we got Abby was 30 bucks. For two little cloth dolls. They're appropriate sized. But like I sit here and I think $30 for a doll. That thing better touch the fucking ceiling. She better be able to sit in its lap. No, 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 no. (laughs) And then Goose. He is obsessed with Godzilla. And um, (laughs) we got him a little plastic Godzilla and like mega Godzilla. And these things are smaller than the true and Barnaby dolls. Those were 30 bucks. That's insane. They're they're fucking hard plastic that I'm going to scream whenever I step on. Like, it's just, it's, I, yeah, the price of toys and shit like that is ridiculous. It is so ridiculous. Um, It's like, but then when I think about it, stuff that I want to buy for myself is expensive too. Like, everything costs money. I was just complaining about this to Alan, like, two hours ago. When we were on a uh, video chat, like everything just costs money. And, yes. And then, I mean, I'm not gonna lie. The toy, even though toys are expensive, the toys I've gotten for Kylie, I'm lucky in the sense that she's not rough on her stuff most of the time. So it lasts her because she doesn't break everything. But not all kids are like that. So I know that there's parents out there that are pouring a lot of harder money into toys that aren't going to last them even longer than three months because it's either going to be, it's going to be broken because their kids are rough on things, which that's how most kids are. So I'm lucky in the sense that I can buy her toys and know that they're going to last, but not all parents have that luxury. Like she's not ripping the heads off her dolls or ripping the legs out of them or throwing them around. Like she takes really, really good care of her toys. And I don't know how or why I got that lucky, but I did. But, um, I will say that when they're properly taken care of, they do last a really long time, but it's still, like, this shit's fucking expensive. I mean, if you know your kid's going to be rough on stuff, then, yeah, either A, invest in a little bit more quality, or B, you know, try to try to get try to get some cheaper stuff, because, you know, it's just going to be broken anyways. Right. But still, man, it's just looking at the price tag for all the toys, like, Because my parents um, are godsons, and they bought the bulk of Matthew and Abby's Christmas toys this year. They did last year as well, because um, they know what kind of financial situation Nick and I are in. We're not broke. We're not destitute. 
but there's not a lot of extra money floating around. Right. Um, and mom would send me pictures of stuff, you know, for my seal of approval, you know, Hey, do you think this child would like it? Do you think that child would like it? And like, so I'm seeing the price tag on all this shit. And I'm just like, first of all these i don't think these are the people who raised me because i don't see my parents justifying that amount of money for a toy they got me whenever i was their age why is it like that like why are the parents so much nicer to our kids than their own kids i don't know Uh, i don't know i can't wait to be nicer to kylie's kids than i am to her I just like I don't know, I man. You. I feel you though. I mean, that's why me and Brandon don't do separate Christmases. That's why we pull our money together and split everything 50-50. Because I'm here by myself now. I pay all the bills myself. He does have a roommate, but like, you know, he has a full fucking four bedroom house. So like his his bills and shit are way more expensive than mine, of course. But he's still even with him having a roommate like he pays a lot of money towards bills and food so like there's no point in us both separately buying her things especially when she's back and forth between both houses every day and she'll take this to this person's house and this to that person's house and wear this outfit back to my house and take this outfit over to his so like there's really no point in us each separately buying shit whenever it literally just floats between both places and we both are taking care of our own bills like it's so much easier it makes so much more financial sense for us to still we just split everything and i'm like i keep saying and i will always say because i know there's so many single moms out there that don't have help and don't you know um, even single dads out there that don't have help not just single moms just single parents in general i know i'm extremely lucky that me and brandon co-parent so well together and that we agree on everything like i know that um but yeah it does does not make financial sense to buy shit separately not that i don't like be like oh i like this for kylie then buy it but if i really wanted to i can be like hey i saw this for kylie i liked it i bought it for her it was 40 dollars. can you send me 20 he would do it you know what i mean like he wouldn't question it like this you need it like what did you buy it for if i really wanted him to send half for it he would send half for it or if i'm like hey i don't have the money for this but i feel like kylie needs this he's gonna get it so i, I know i'm really lucky in that sense but if I didn't have a Brandon, like, fuck. <laughs> I, yeah, it would be rough. It would be rough without him. That's for sure. So I want to take a little detour past Christmas because if I'm not mistaken, next week is next month is next year. Yep. What the fuck? I don't know how. Don't even ask me how. It seemed like just yesterday like Kylie was turning four and now it's she's going to be six next year oh my gosh no oh god okay JK 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 I don't want to talk about this anymore because Abby's turning five next year and she's she's going to school next year and I had uh, I just had a fit about it last night I broke down sobbing Cause she's going I know, to school you're next gonna be year. so sad because like that's been your your fucking right hand man or woman I should say um, partner in crime, <sighs> and now she's about to go to school. But like I'm not gonna lie, I'm so excited for you because now you can get a day break from your kids. <laughs> I'm really happy for you that you're gonna get that much needed time away from your children when they're in school. Like I can't wait, and it's gonna Damn. suck the first couple weeks, but. Once you get adjusted to it and they have like days off of school, you're going to be like, fuck. (laughs) Dude, like I don't even know anymore. Like my identity is so tied up in being a stay at home mom and having tiny humans run around my feet all day. What the fuck? Yeah, I'm real excited for you because whenever Kylie first started staying the night at her dad's house, I had a really hard time with it. Um, Really hard time. And then. I started getting used to it. Then we had the accident and uh, whenever she was in her neck brace, she was at home. She didn't stay at her dad's house because you need two people to change it. So she just stayed here. He would come see her here. Um, And then now it's back to normal. And it took a while for me to get used to that again, too, because I just missed her so much. But there's just times where me and her just bump heads so fucking much that it's like, I can't wait for you to go to your dad's. And she's like, yeah. 
I can't wait for me to go to my dad's either because you're getting on my nerves. And like, sometimes, yeah, I, I let her get away with talking to me like that because he doesn't mean it to be disrespectful. She is just as fed up with me as I get with her. And I feel like yeah. it's important to remember that sometimes as a parent, like they're not trying to be rude. And like, I tell her like, that's not nice to say, don't say it that way. But like, I'm not going to have her deny her feelings that she's annoyed with me. She's allowed to be annoyed with me. I mean, I would be annoyed with me if I was her. But yeah, um, I'm real excited for you to be able to get that break, girl. I can't wait. Uh, I think I can. I'm going to be fucking 31 next month. <laughs> I will be 28. Yeah, but you got a whole year to go. Like, you're going to enjoy yeah. 27 a lot. 27 is going to be a good year for you. Hopefully, 2021... <sighs> I'm I am seriously like fingers crossed by like April, April to June at the latest, that there's some kind of like leniency with traveling with COVID and that it's looking better so that Alan can finally fucking fly here. I don't know if I can wait another fucking year. Like this shit's been it's been rough. It's been rough. I was hoping that by January the restrictions would be lifted and he would be able to book his ticket and be here for my birthday. And it's not going to happen. So now I'm just kind of like, fuck, maybe by April, maybe by June, maybe by <laughs> October. And it just keeps like going further and further away. I need everyone to like wear your fucking masks and wash your hands, social distance and stay the fuck inside if you absolutely fucking have to. Please, please. So thank you. The dick. Yeah, that's what I was about to say. So this bitch can get some dick. Yes, I need the dick, y'all. Like y'all just need to stay the fuck in the house. Help your sister out. Let's get those COVID numbers down because this bitch needs the D. Okay. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. See, all of us walking around, not all of us, I shouldn't say, I was gonna say, all of us walking around with our dicks here at the house. That's me. And <laughs> this bitch over here suffering. <laughs> I'm suffering, man. And I bought that dildo. And let me tell you what, like, I don't know if I just wasn't like turned on enough or what or because it's been such a long time she wasn't <laughs> ready like no she wasn't ready i was not a fan of the dildo and i don't think it's something that's going to be permanent like i do think that under the right perfect circumstances that dildo is going to be great but for a regular everyday masturbation session it's a no it's a no from me it was just it was too big she didn't like it she did not like him she was like, none shall pass. I move for no dick. And I'm like, oh, that's what we doing? Oh, okay. <laughs> After all that bitching, it, like, your vagina is definitely a female. After all that bitching and complaining, you try to give her what she wants. And she's like, mm, not today. Yeah, she's like, oh, no, no. This this too big. This too <laughs> girl, what are you doing? You can't this, this is it. This isn't what I asked. This isn't what I specifically asked for. How dare you not read my mind? Like, how dare you buy a dildo that is non-returnable or refundable and not ask me what size I want, thinking that I would just take a bigger dick that you're used to? Like, what the fuck is wrong with me? I also got that lingerie from Shine. And I will say that it's better than I was expecting, but still... Mm -hmm disappointed because i even went a size bigger i'm between like a 1x and a 2x like i'm like right around that size like i'm a 1x in the body 2x in the chest i even read the reviews bought stuff in a 3x and it still isn't big enough in the chest and it's too big in the bottoms and now i'm just kind of like why why did that thing happen to good people Oh, but it's not bad quality and it's super cheap. So if you're looking for a place to get lingerie and you just want to try something new, I do recommend it still. I mean, honestly, like I'm still going to wear this stuff. Like my tits are going to pop out on the sides and in the middle. That's fine. I mean, it's fucking lingerie. It's not going to stay on anyway, but uh, I do recommend they do afterpay. So you can like do it in a, two-week installments if that's what you're into you can buy it outright but i got six things for 60 bucks like it's really it was really not a bad deal it was not a bad deal so i do recommend people actually at least going checking them out 
if you haven't already. I also, for research purposes, recently just ordered a bunch of uh, matching like sweatsuit outfits from Fashion Nova. A lot of them are crop top ones because I've been feeling myself lately with crop tops. I don't know why. I didn't do anything different. <laughs> I just like woke up one day and said, Bitch, you need crop tops. Let's do crop tops again. So I ordered six <laughs> outfits from there for fashion for uh you know fashion nova for uh research purposes for the podcast we'll let you guys know my thoughts because i'm a torrid girl um the stuff was decent i would say i paid like 20 bucks for each set and it's like sweat sweatshirt and pants or like hoodie and shorts like it's an actual set 20 bucks isn't bad for a set so i'll have to let you guys know when it comes in what my opinion is on fashion nova as well because i'm always nervous to order from places like that same same here. Uh, you talk about being in between like a 1X and a 2X. Like that was me pre-quarantine. Like I've gained 40 pounds this year. Not 40, 20, 20. JK, 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 20. I've gained 20 pounds this year. Same. Same. <sighs> I lost 20 pounds. Oh no. I lost 15 pounds last year when I was on Weight Watchers. Mm-hmm. I was eating right, exercising. I gained all of that back and then I gained an extra 10 pounds, but I've recently lost like seven pounds, um, which I probably gained back this week because I ate like four bags of Hershey Kisses this week for no reason. Well, you know, 2020, y'all. Do you really need a reason? I mean, I don't need a reason. No, no. But what? I was crushing those fucking Hershey Kisses. <laughs> Dude. Watching them. Like, sometimes you just get snack foods that just hit you right. Like, okay, okay, I will air my own fat person moment. I ate a whole little tin of holy guacamole last night. Oh, you were probably in your glory, though, because guacamole is your comfort. Spoil yourself food. Oh, man, I was spoiling myself, and it was so good. I had Mexican tonight. That's why I parallel parked. For those of you who didn't know, I figured I'd find a way to work it in, and there it is. I was, I was waiting for it. I was waiting so patiently. I'm like, if I don't make it in, then I don't make it in. But I'm, it's here, and I'm going to take this moment. You better so, take it, girl. <laughs> so, um, for those of you who live outside of Tennessee, uh, more specifically Middle, Middle Tennessee, uh, parallel parking is not a required skill here. That's so I, Yeah. Yeah, like, fucking blew my mind. Like, y'all up north, y'all fucking wildin'. Y'all got skill. Down here, we have, like, parking garages. And we will pay for that shit. Um, and, like, parking lots and stuff. Like, no, no parallel, no street parking. No, I mean, you can if if, if you just want to flex. But for, the, for us regular folk, no. No, parallel parking not required. Um, but the Mexican restaurant um, at the corner... Of like it's it's across from the courthouse. You have to parallel park, or you have to park uh, at the courthouse and then walk across the street. Well, I wasn't feeling that brave because it was nighttime, and I looked over and the street was in sidewalk was empty, like the side street was empty, and I was like, "I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna fucking do it," and I did it. I'm really proud of you. I want you know what I want to talk about. Pause. What? I want to say I'm about to eat a snack, so y'all about to hear me snacking. Um, I'm a rapper. I'm eating crackers with cheese and mayonnaise. Don't judge me. I'm judging. <laughs> um, so no, I'm eating this snack while we chit chat about this. But you talk about so that's so it's crazy. It shows you how different places are. Like where you grew up in Tennessee, where where you live, you didn't even have to parallel park. It's definitely mandatory here in Pennsylvania and Pittsburgh uh, specifically. I don't know about other parts of Pennsylvania, but I would imagine it's similar. Can you please tell them what it was like? driving around in Pittsburgh compared to what you're used to down in Tennessee when you were here last year. I love this. Can you, can you, you want to talk about that for a minute? Um, it was fucking terrifying. <laughs> so for those y'all who haven't been to Pennsylvania, you know, Pittsburgh, um, it's fucking hilly up there, y'all. And these people, these brave ass motherfuckers are out here parking on the side of the street and if you come up this little one lane road 
and there's people parked all up the fucking sidewalk and you meet this other car depending on which way you're going you have to slide on in and fucking parallel park right there so the other person can get fucking past you blew my damn mind i'm like what the fuck is going on (laughs) and it's funny because you were here in october which is like the perfect month of the year especially in pittsburgh because you're really transitioning from summer to fall and it's just beautiful and everything's changing and there's no snow so she was here before there was even snow on the ground but um yeah i mean some people don't even pull over like they just both try to drive past each other i mean it's too narrow but like yeah pittsburgh is literally all off street parking like everywhere you go pretty much no i cannot wait to get your happy ass down here to tennessee you 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 won't even know what to do with all this flat land and parking spots i'll probably want to drive more i'm not, uh, like people that don't know like uh, my anxiety part of my anxiety is driving and that's because um for those pittsburgh listeners i was on route 28 and hydroplane I was only going 30 and I hydroplane. That's how bad the fucking rain was that day and totaled the car. So now I have anxiety about driving and all year this year, literally from like February, March ish till now, I haven't really had to leave my house for anything except for like highly related stuff, which her dad has been driving for. Um, so sometimes I'm like, Oh, I haven't driven in a while. When I do drive, it's going to be fine because I don't I haven't had anxiety about it. And then I'll get behind the wheel of a car and I'll be like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. So I have anxiety driving. I hate driving. It's just not for me. I'm a nervous driver. I'm a safe driver. Don't get me wrong. I am a safe driver, but I'm a a nervous driver. Can confirm she's a safe driver. I I rode with her um, and I am extremely judgmental of other people's driving skills because I too am a nervous Nelly. I'm a a fucking mom driver. Yeah. I drive like I got kids in the car, y'all, <laughs> because I yeah. usually do. <laughs> yeah. Um, my my fucking worst offense is having my music too loud sometimes. Like I, I played um, the beginning of Get Low on the way down to my parents' house, and I was like, okay, that's enough of that. Bum bum bum. You say stuff out of your mouth that I'm not ever expecting to hear, and this is why you complete me. I mean, I think that you know and probably maybe bop to that song, but the fact that you were blasting it, like, I love you with all of my heart. In my, in my fucking minivan, y'all. Kids in the backseat. And I was like, bum, bum, bum. And, and, and we got through the first chorus, and I was like, okay, that's enough today. <laughs> Kids are impressionable at this age. You know what's crazy? I saw this TikTok yesterday, this morning, I think. Where this this dude was uh, pretending to be his mom in the front seat, and like the caption said, "My mom never censored any fucking music when I was young," and then it cut to him being in the back seat, and it said, "Me as a kindergartner," and it was some sort of real like like splash waterfalls by Ludacris, where it's like, "Make love to me," boom boom oh, and then she literally says, "Fuck me" in the fucking song, and I'm like, "Oh my god, that's my childhood." No one ever said uh, anything. <laughs> Uh, that's me. That is me as a parent. Okay. I don't know how Thanks. familiar you guys are with uh, the band Ghost. Um, they are famous for being satanic and having some sick bops. It's my type of music, y'all. I fucking love it. Um, I love the shock factor. I actually genuinely appreciate them. But I also, I love the shock factor of being driving around the fucking Bible Belt, Middle Tennessee, and I'm blasting ghosts in the fucking Walmart parking lot. And the grannies are pissing their pants. Um. <laughs> my children uh, might know a song or two by them and I mean was this some of their more tame ones but uh, oopsie doodles and the fact that my daughter can drop an f-bomb in context it's just uh, I, I, y'all parenting is hard <laughs> nothing was censored for me I'm not going to sugarcoat or censorship for my kid I swear my kid hears me swear my kid knows mm-hmm. that it's an adult word. My kid doesn't try to swear. I'm lucky that she doesn't repeat the things that I say. I don't know why I have this kid. Like, I have a good kid. I do. I have a really good kid. But I don't censorship for her because I'm not going to coddle or shield my kid to what life is really like or how people are really like. 
because I don't want her being 18 years old going off to college if that's what she chooses and being like, oh my God, what, what is this music? Yeah. What is this? Like she, I want her to just know that like, hey, like this is real life, you know? People swear, people do this, people do that. She doesn't choose to listen to music like that. Like she has her shit that she's into. She's into watching this uh, girl on YouTube who does like these like these uh, reenactments of Disney songs. Like she dresses up as each different character. What the fuck is her name? It's like Jerry something, I think, or Jenny. It starts with a G. I'll have to uh, research it and let you guys know. But she does like these little frames where she puts like six of her in a frame and sings like the songs from the Disney movies. Like that's what she's into. So even though like my kid, like sometimes listens to inappropriate music, if I'm in the car with her, or if she's in the car with her dad, 90% of the time she's listening to age appropriate stuff. So I'm, honestly, I'm not, I'm not worried about it. I think it's going to turn out great. We're going to have to see. Wait and see. Yeah, my kids are fucked because, uh, <laughs> first of all, mama's got control of the radio. Mama or daddy and Nick, Nick has no qualms whatsoever about censoring music for them. I, I'm a little more gratuitous, you know, <laughs> and, uh, you know, I have control whenever I'm in the van. The kids, some of the, the kids can sing some of my favorite songs, and it just makes me so happy. And then there's other things that they sing and do that I'm just like oopsie doodle. But uh, yeah, whenever I'm in the mood to clean, or maybe I'm just maybe I'm like I embroider y'all, and uh, I, I whenever I stitch, I either listen to a podcast or I listen to music and. Uh, if I'm feeling some type of song or I'm, I'm, I'm enjoying my true crime podcast, uh, I'm sorry, small human, go find something else for you. You have a room full of toys. Yes, I do the same. I'm not like, no, I wasn't having control of the TV whenever I was younger. Yep. There's a TV no. in my room. There's a whole bedroom of yours yes. full with toys. If yes. you don't like what I'm watching, okay, go entertain yourself doing something else, bro. You don't pay these bills. Yes, the fucking, okay, so the fucking parents in the 50s had it figured the fuck out. I'll fucking say it. It was the mom's job to keep the house clean. It wasn't her job to keep the house clean, entertain the children, educate the fucking children. It was her job to keep the house clean and presentable and keep her alcoholism under control. Okay, I can vibe with that. (laughs) I can vibe with that. No, fucking... Today, it's it's our job to keep the house clean, keep the children entertained, educate them, have them learn at least six different languages, make sure they eat all their fruits and fucking vegetables, don't smoke in the house, don't vape, um, don't drink alcohol because they God... They turn their fucking potty trained by the age of two. I saw a fucking meme saying if your kids aren't potty trained by the age of two, then that's wrong. Which, like, I was lucky that mine was because she potty trained herself. I didn't do shit. But that's how I don't fucking remember I don't even remember. It, it probably a no from me. I don't remember. Um, Goose, we had him. Like my parents shipped in and helped, and like had him potty trained in a weekend. But he was past the, the quote unquote. I know he was past too. He wasn't. He was potty trained by the time he went to school, and for that I am forever fucking grateful. Abby potty trained her damn self. Needed none of our fucking help. Wanted none of our nonsense. Yes. Yeah, like she literally came home from daycare. She was 18 months old. It was like a month after Christmas. And she and we had bought her a, a, a potty seat for Christmas that uh-huh. year just so that we had one. We weren't even like, hey, let's go sit on it. We just had one for her. That way, if she was interested, she could sit on it. You know, we tell her what to do. One day, she just came home from daycare and she's like, I want to go pee on the potty. And we're like, what? Oh, okay. And then, I mean, we were all very consistent, but it was very easy because. We were living with Brandon's mom at the time. And anytime any of us went to the bathroom, she would come with us and we would take her to the bathroom. We would put her on the toilet. And it was just honestly, like, I'm very lucky. It was super easy. But like you said, she did it herself. We never encouraged her. She literally came to us and said, I want to use the potty. And that was it. That was it from there. She was in underwear by the time she was like two months after turning two, she was in underwear day and night. It was insane. Wait. Which makes all the fucking difference in the world. Like, for all you parents who are fucking out there stressing your kid is not potty trained. First of all, they're not going to go to college in diapers. 
unless you know they have some incontinence issue and if that's the fucking case then that's the fucking case and there's nothing you can fucking do about it right so don't even second of all if they they'll want like if they want to do it that's going to make all the difference in the world. Yep. And if you're having issue with it, find what motivates them. With Matthew, uh, it was candy. Trained my trained my kid uh, using candy. Not even ashamed to admit it because now he goes. Now he he's you know he uses the bathroom in the potty. So. And even like for you saying that he's on the spectrum and have having autism, like with my little experience, I worked with adults with intellectual disabilities for two years, so I don't have any experience with children. But just knowing what I know about adults that have disabilities it's a lot yeah like the fact that he is potty trained especially being so young like that that's just a fucking major accomplishment in itself oh yeah imagine i mean i I don't know the what is the correct term for children that do not have autism because there is like a correct term for it and i don't know it and i don't want to be offensive and not say the right term uh are you talking about like kids without developmental disabilities yes neurotypical neurotypical that's the one so neurotypical kids sometimes at the age of five and six still aren't fully potty trained mm-hmm. so your son being um with having autism being potty trained like that's it's it, it just goes to show it really just depends on the child if they're ready to do it yep. if they want to do it yep we found what motivated him my son is very praise motivated and He's also a bit of a chunk and like sweets. I'm not going to say they're contraband in this house, but like they are giving out very sparingly. If nothing else, I am not the mom who, you know, doles out sweets and soda and candies, whatever. I'm, I'm not that mom. Just for no. myself, not for my kid. Well, you know me. I'm not big on sweet tooth anyways. Right. Um, I don't have much of a sweet tooth anyways. So with the kids, it's super easy to like adhere to that standard right. <laughs> um but that's just me so for him one being very praise motivated like we'd have a party we'd have a big to do anytime he did anytime he went and potty yay Matthew whoa, such a good job you know and two doled out a little bit of candy like, oh, yeah, you made money. Here you go. And he'd be like, oh, what is this? Yeah, I don't know if we've ever, I'd have to ask Brandon because his memory, I mean, Lord bless him, it's not much better than mine, but it is better than mine. <laughs> I, might have, I might have to ask his mom because she seems to have the better memory out of the three of us. I don't know if we've ever actually given her like potty potty treats or potty rewards but like you said too like i i'm addicted to sugar through and through that's why i'm a chunk too like i just love the sugar so i eat all the sugar all the time i do not give my daughter an abundance of snacks and sugar so like if you come to my house you'll see like she'll be like can i have that cookie or can i have this and i'll tell her no while i'm eating it i know that's mean and it's probably not right of me to do, but I also don't want her to have these fucking problems where she's addicted to sugar. Sugar is a treat. If someone would have taught me that when I was younger, I probably wouldn't have the problems I have with it to begin with. You know what I mean? Um, do you don't want sugar to survive. What'd you say? Do as I say, not as I do. Yeah, like you don't need sugar to survive. You know what I mean? Like it's nice to have every once in a while. I don't, I know that, but I don't live that. So if someone would have had made me live that, I probably wouldn't be the way I am right now. But I have the chance to make sure that my daughter starts her life off on the right foot when it comes to sugar and controlling a sugar impulse and addiction like I have. So if you come to my house and I'm like, here, Kylie, do you want some of this? Like, you should see like the look on her face that she gets like, wait, you're going to let me have that? And I'm like, yeah. And she's like, 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 right, like, yes. And I'm like, yes, you can have some. And she's like, really? And I'm like, if you ask me again, I'm going to change my mind. Like, <laughs> like whenever I give my daughter chocolate and like sweets and stuff in my house. Plus, I, like, God bless her. She prefers fruit and vegetables to sugar. Like if, if I have bananas and apples and stuff and I have ice cream and I'm like, which one do you want? She's going to pick a piece of fruit. Like that's that's my kid. She's fucking amazing. But no, that's not no. me. <laughs> No, nah, that's not my kids either. Like, if I gave them the option, that's what they're taking. But ice cream is more commonly seen around here than, like, candy. Like, I like I like magically pulling that candy up and out my sleeve. Like, 
Here you go. We were on my way to, uh, we were on our way to my parents' house and um, they were fussing and having a hard time. And I'm like, here's some candy just to make you feel a little bit better about yourselves. And they're like, oh, thank you, mother. Thank you for this glorious treat you have bestowed on us. Let me savor it gently. And then they finished it. Like, they still have their gobs, their mouth full of the of the candy that I had given them. And I was ready to hand them another one because, God bless it, it was Christmas and I felt for them. Yeah, um, they're def- it's definitely a treat in my house. And like, whenever we go yeah. trick-or-treating, like, I'm not one of those moms that we go trick-or-treating for two hours. I'm sorry. Like, we go trick-or-treating. We go up and down a street or three, you know, she gets enough candy. That it's just for her. Because if she gets more than that, I'm going to eat it. Brandon's going to eat it. We get enough yeah. just that's going to last her. That when she's in the mood for something sweet, it's like, okay, she has a variety. Like, there's chips in there. There's popcorn balls or whatever. There's, like, the snack-sized yeah. pieces of candy. And then yeah. she'll eat it. She's not going to eat it all in one day. She'll eat it over the course of, like, the next three months or so. There's not a ton of it. So it's not constantly there. Um, yeah. And that's that's how we do Halloween. We don't do these like, Hey, I mean, she's fucking five. Like maybe when she's 15 and she's trick or treating and, you know, maybe like has better control of like working out and like, <laughs> I can't stop her from eating sugar. Cause she's 15. Um, she can go and get like a, a pillow sack full of candy and go trick or treating for two hours when I don't even have to take her. That's fine. But as for now, like, yeah, we, we do, uh, I think both of us, and this is something I'm going to pat us on the back for, we do a pretty good job making sure our kids, aren't going overboard with stuff we don't deprive them but like they definitely don't get it every single day because i know that there's kids out there that do and there's nothing wrong with the parents that give their kids treats maybe that's all your kid will eat and like i empathize with you on that because i don't have a picky eater so i'm very lucky i know that but um i'm gonna give us a pat on the back go us Hell yeah. I mean, I have a picky eater. Fish's autism makes it very hard. He has a select group of foods. And let me just go ahead and give you the heads up. 99% of it is trash. Um, so I don't want to pile on that. And as for Abby, she already has enough fucking energy. I'm not adding to that. Time bomb. And natural energy kids have. And I can't give one of them a piece of candy without giving the other one a piece of candy. So they both just have to, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, I don't want to say ration it, but they just both have to take it in moderation. Moderation. That's a perfect word for it, which anything (laughs) is good in moderation. And I need to, I mean, like I said, I, I go through phases. I'm addicted to sugar. And, like, people laugh, like, ha, 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 like, yeah, like, but sugar's an addiction, bro. Like, I can't give it up. We're, we're like, till death do us part, sugar and I. Oh, my God, it's been an hour. Can you believe that? Oh, God. I have How- to use the restroom. Do you want to, like, cut this off now? And then, like, we can continue. I like this wine and a wine we've been doing, like, not having, like, these specific <laughs> topics. I like these a lot um we should maybe just completely change our mo here (laughs) we can keep our i like the name of our podcast maybe we just do this every week we just see what comes up when we start talking i like this so much better than like a structured unless there's something we really want to talk about yeah i mean of course like we have so many like really good topics to discuss but between you and i i think that like we'll end up coming up with them naturally yes We'll do a sexy one next time. Like we'll 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 get more in depth with like some sexy stuff next time, just because we haven't done it in a while. But I love talking with you. Obviously, like you're my best friend. I thought that this was great. It's crazy how we started talking about like mental illness and we ended it talking about our kids. Like that's just life. Everything yeah. was around these kids, man. Tell you what. Yep. Well, you guys will have a fucking great night. You are a beautiful bitch, Leisha. I love you with all of my heart. If you're listening, I love you with all of my heart too. Don't tell anybody I said that because I'll lie. I don't say the L word to people. (laughs) Except to me. (laughs) Very few, very few people. My daughter (laughs) gets jealous when I say the L word to anybody else. Oh, do you love me too? Like, yes, Kylie, you know. Or if I say someone's pretty. Oh, do you think I'm pretty? Yes, honey, you know I think you're pretty. Oh my gosh, you're such a much better parent than I am. Like, my kids ask me dumb questions like that and I'm like, 
mommy, do you not going to say mommy, do you love me? Because obviously I'd be like, yes, small human, I love you. But like, I'll be fixing dinner. I'll be fixing their dinner. Sorry, this is going to take a quick little off turn right quick because I need, to, I need to talk about this. I need to talk about this. Um, fucking Abby will ask me, like, Mommy, is that my dinner? No, Abby, it's mine. You get nothing. You're not eating dinner. No. Okay. On my way <laughs> to giving her the dinner. And she I will cry. She'll cry. She'll be like, she'll be like, I just want dinner. I'm like, it is your dinner. Surprise! Like, ask dumb questions, get dumb answers, small human. Like, questions yeah. knows the answers to. Like, just stop. Anywho, you're a beautiful bitch. I'm a beautiful bitch. Kids are beautiful bitches. I don't know if that's PC to say. Um, this I'm is the dude. Your fucking mom. dude. She is a dude. Because we're all dudes. Hey, I'm a dude. we're all dudes hey this was things you're too afraid to ask your mom so you should ask us and we'll give you all the answers because apparently we're moms we're everyone's mom i'll be everyone's mom you're the mom i'm your girl (laughs) okay that sounded real freaky on that note i will talk to you all you'll hear from us 